we're back with another episode of Puck Pitchers with Nick and Benny. Hey, Benny. So we are now today talking about D3, The Mighty Ducks, my favorite Mighty Duck movie of the whole trilogy. Like I said, again, (laughs) I'm going to say after watching it this time, I'd say D3 is better than Mighty Ducks 2. It's the best movie. I mean, you could argue the original, whatever. It's got its own nostalgia features. But this movie to me, and I will fully explain it throughout this episode, why it is the best Mighty Duck movie. But let's get into it. So we open up the movie, and the whole Mighty Duck team has made it into on scholarship to Eden Hall, which is seems to be the top prep school in Minnesota. And, you know, watching that first part, you kind of get the idea that it's a big deal because the whole team got scholarships and any other potential candidate was basically ousted and didn't get it because the whole Ducks team got put in. Yeah. So, drama begins. <laughs> and that biggest drama of the whole movie, which is probably the most biggest surprise, and I think this movie went straight to DVD, and honestly, that's why it's not everyone's favorite, because it didn't get time in the theaters. And honestly, if you re-release this movie today, it's like a 9.5 on IMDb, I promise you. Like, this movie is that good. <laughs> they need a re-theatrical release. Just re- Yeah, dude, bring this one back to theaters. I'm going to be there three out of four days Three to four days out of the seven, but let's go. Uh, but yeah, drama begins. Bombay quits on the Ducks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He doesn't quit on the okay. Ducks. Okay, he he fulfills an opportunity that he can't turn down. The Junior Goodwill Games, <laughs> and I mean, big. I mean, they just won gold prior, like a few years prior to this. I'm guessing. But yeah, so he's going back to doing the Junior Goodwill Games on the board or whatever he is, leader of it. So Bombay's not coming with him, which to me is like, wait, you're taking the whole team that's like been this team like you built from District 5 as the Minnesota Miracle Man. You're the guy. They're not. It's Minnesota Miracle Man and the Mighty Ducks. And then they go to USA Junior Goodwill Games and... Bombay's the coach. Like, that's kind of a two, one and two package, but he quits on him or, you know, leaves him in the dust. But we don't even get an explanation of why Jesse didn't come. Jesse Hall. Yeah, that's true. What's bigger? You're missing Jesse Hall or you're missing uh, Bombay? Well, his dad didn't keep working those overtime shifts. <laughs> I mean, Terry quit after the first one and Jesse quits after the second one. So, but uh, I mean, it's totally, I mean, we start the drama and like, that to me is like one of the biggest like turning points in this movie. Like it's been a Bombay led movie this entire time. Like it follows Bombay and the Ducks, and now Bombay, he's out. I mean, so, I mean, I will agree with that. When you read the description for the original Mighty Ducks, it's about Bombay. Yeah, Bombay is the main character. You don't see any any scenes really that don't have to do with Bombay. Occasional the onesie twosie here or there. Yeah, so we're getting a movie no Bombay. Like, this is like if there was a Batman movie and, like, Batman is like, hey, Robin, I got to go help Superman 
So this is your city's yours. <laughs> you know, like that's what we're getting. Boom, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Teen Titans is amazing. But not to get off onto <laughs> another tangent, but but all right. So and then we start swirling in the coaching myths. You know, I love like, you know, they all have their like I heard he, you know, he punched out his own coach. You know? I, I will say I do like that they, they do address all the little things because it's like, oh, the Minnesota North Stars and like, well, the Dallas Stars now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, at least they address those things in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So and and so you start getting the myths swirling about this new coach, you know, and and then you start the rallying of the ducks. You know, that's kind of like that's how the second movie, like the the duck call, the roar waiting. But Charlie kind of goes off, and he he starts rallying the ducks by, you know, rolling up to Fulton's alley. Fulton's still shooting into the street, you know, <laughs> like you know, the, I love the line, like you never thought about shooting back into the aisle, alley. Oh, I never really thought about it, you know. <laughs> and then, and then, I mean, you got anything to say about Fulton shooting? No, yeah. just it's just the same old, like, you know, it's just the same thing. They bring Fulton. it back to the original. That's what yeah. I love about it. And then we we get the that that uh, Goldberg still is not okay with getting hit with the puck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit me in the head or whatever. I, he got, says. I gotta I gotta worry about getting hit with the puck. On the ice, now I gotta worry about getting hit with the puck off the ice. And my favorite line is Fulton, Goldberg, you're the goalie. Deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> such a good line. Like, everyone always like rolls out the red carpet for the goalies, you know? And Fulton is like, dude, Goldberg, deal. But I will say, this is Goldberg's movie. Yes, I, w- I-, I will agree. It, he's in it way more, and I think they, they used him. To this so is, many more aspects. I mean, we're gonna. I mean, I don't have this in my notes, but like, he loses his starting job for the first time, which probably should have happened in District Five. But he, if he would have moved back to Philly, you know. But hey, he loses his starting job, and now he's working for it. You know, he's feeding the cat lady like Cinnabons. And I got you these. I, I would have baked you a cake, but I decided to get you these treats instead. <laughs> But but then they start going on that rollerblade escapade, you know, and of course, you know, like every move, there's a good rollerblade scene, you know, and, you know, then they, it, it's a good fun, you know, rollerblading scene. And I'll be honest, watching that whole scene, I always think for how bad of a rollerblader Goldberg is. He can skate backwards amazing. <laughs> With a sheet on his head. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but a, and this is the one part I was like, wait a second. Like, he steps on a, a hose, and boom, that hose is wrapped around his leg 17 times. And he's just flipping around, and then Goldberg stays on his feet, dude. He's a goalie, dude. <laughs> hey, everyone gives crap to goalies. They're not good skaters, dude. Goalies are good skaters, right? Dude, he goes downstairs, you know, backwards, sheet, this, that, the other. I mean... Not only that, it, it looks like they jump off a twenty foot bridge. Yeah. This 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 rollerblading scene is epic. But on the other side, half the team's already at this banquet. And we start getting the varsity team really doesn't like this J V team because his brother lost his spot on the on the on the var, on the J V team mm-hmm. because of the ducks and they're a publicity stunt. Yeah. Which may may be or may not be. But yeah, so I mean, we get that they roll in, whatever. But so we get it. We get into the high school, you know. They start getting introduced, and I and I think the new like 
the guy who does the commentating for the Ducks games may be my favorite new character in this. Well, I mean, he's always on the ball. Yeah, his, his first introduction is when uh, Wu gets checked into the locker. I don't even know what he says. Oh, big check into the locker. Hey, that's a hard check into the boards. <laughs> you know, like, th- this kid makes the movie. Like, he brings, like, the comical factor to it. It's awesome. I love the the anchor kid I, he's he's in a lot of the parts of the movie and he kind of does I mean I imagine if he would have wrote a book about this season in hockey <laughs> he would have sold tons <laughs> of copies because it had its ups and downs and everything but uh and then I mean we get the of course the cafeteria scene and everyone remembers the turd yeah the turd yeah. brownie yeah but we kind of all forget about the scene where Mendoza is like looking up girls skirts. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, man, that was in a Disney movie? <laughs> the classic, like, look at the camera and smile. Yeah. The one girl whose legs are a little bit apart, he's like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Like, like, come on, dude. The turd, the turd is funny. I mean, that starts the prank scheme, you know, that's going to, you know, go out throughout the rest of the movie. But, uh, and then we get introduced to the coach, you know. And, I mean, I kind of like this coach, you know. He's he's a good guy, I think. You know, he's he's tough on him, teaches him defense, teaches him a lot of good life lessons and stuff. And you got Averman still, I think maybe my favorite duck. You yeah, know, well, yeah. I was gonna say the classic scenes starts with a W to win, Coach O'Ryan. And my favorite, I I like Co- Coach O'Ryan because he's like your little duck tricks aren't gonna work here anymore and stuff. And like the reason why I say he's my kind of coach, like. Dude, if he saw any of those ducks trying that Michigan or Svechnikov, whatever you want to call it, dude, he's stopping practice and he's like, "You do not do that move if you play for my team." <laughs> like, I don't let anybody do. Nobody that does the Svechnikov to me, and I tell kids all the time, like, "Dude, you try it, I'm breaking your stick." <laughs> I say, I don't come down on anybody's stick ever, but if they try that Michigan Svechnikov trick, dude. I'm coming down so I hope you, hard. I hope your stick was not over a hundred dollars because Benny's breaking it in half. <laughs> I don't. I don't put up with those tricks as a defensive player. And, and also another another like aspect of this movie that's looked over, kind of like Bombay leaving to you know the Junior Goodwill Games is Banks made varsity. Yeah, Banks, he is as good as he you know. He yeah, tells, you I, know? I, I thought about that and I was like, even from the very beginning, it's like you know, you got. Uh, what is, Coach Riley says, you know, he's 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 as good as you, but he's you know he's got the heart or whatever he says. And Coach Riley talks about, you know, Banksy and being, you know, he could go all the way. And yeah. it's like every movie, he he really is that just the one player on the team that's just better than everybody else. And like there, I mean, youth hockey players, it's always like, does he have it? You know, does he have that specialness to him? Mm-hmm. And some of them don't. You know, but Banksy has it, you know. he. But he is also the person who's practicing his driveway, you know, all the time, and he's trying hard. So hats off to Banksy for making it varsity as a freshman. So, but um, I do want to say, Charlie, I think the best pickup line anybody could ever, like, use is, they named a pro team after us. <laughs> you heard of the Mighty Ducks? They named a pro team after us. Like, dude, that's a, that's a flex move that, like, nobody in any youth hockey, like, has except for these kids on the Mighty Ducks, you know? I always thought about, like, I understand it's Disney and, you know, Disney, California, everything, but then I always think, like, they're from Minnesota and the Mighty Ducks were in California, 
and how that correlation came about, I don't know, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, where, where does this universe really sit? Is it in the real world? Is it in, you know, yeah. fake world? We'll never know. Disney was just like, hey, Gordon Bombay, this casual coach, turns this team around. Mr. Miracle. All right, we'll name our pro team after it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're looking for a pro team. Um, did you guys hear about that story on the Instagram news? I don't know. They didn't have Instagram news or whatever. But, like, seriously, like, how would you hear about a peewee team in Minnesota, you know, making a miracle run in California? Hans. Hans has a connection. Hans, definitely Hans <laughs> has the connections. Well, his brother has connections to the Goodwill game, so yeah. maybe Hans has some other connections. So, but also we get into the first game of the movie, and the announcer says, Charlie Cap Charlie Conway is not the captain of the team. He's been their captain ever since District 5. Yeah, I, I heard that too, and I was and like... You, and I know what you thought. You thought, no, he hasn't. Lies. Lies. We've all been fooled, including the news... I mean, the, the guy who's calling the games, like... He thought the same as every one of us that Charlie's been the captain of this team for a lot longer than he really has, other than like he was the like uh, makeshift ca- captain and he coached the team. I don't know how he. Cause... I didn't say. The announcer says Gordon Bombay gave him that C. Like, no, he did not. You want to know who gave him that C? Gunner Stahl. Good luck, Captain Duck. You know, like, that's who gave him the first person to call him Captain. So, thank you, Gunner Stahl. So, but yeah, so the the news, I mean, not the newscaster, but the sportscaster for the Eden Hall Warriors was also fooled just like the rest of us. Charlie Conway has not been the captain of the Ducks since District 5. Lies. Lies, lies, lies. Uh... But they actually played pretty good defense in this game. And they, they, I mean, you got the coach that's like, play defense, defense. But if you watch the game and you watch it, like, dude, you got people sliding in front of pucks, blocking pucks. Like, dude, they played some solid D. And then I think they had the bad case of, like, we've already won this. And they, you know, they stopped playing. Truth be told, I, I watched this game and I think of, like, okay, if this was the reality of a game... I don't know. I can't remember if it shows the actual time left in the third period, but we know that the third period at least starts nine to zero, and I think that means this other team scoring, you know, almost every yeah. minute or I two. I mean, if it's if it's Utah, it's like thirteen minutes or whatever, fifteen minutes. Like that's a lot of goals, and so it's a it's a landslide, and I blame it on a cold goaltender, Julie, the new starting cat, Gaffney. She kind of sucked it up. Dude, she didn't have any shots the entire game. She's over there dancing. Come on, the last game she had a glove save. Hayden stopped more pucks than these guys when he was, you know, smashed in Park City. <laughs> <laughs> like he did better goaltending than Julie, but I mean that's for another day. But uh, I mean we kind of, I mean we know how that game ends. It ends in a tie. Charlie could have scored, but he, you know, he shoots it too early. I don't know why I did that. I mean, obviously there was a lot of snow built up in that crease or something. I don't know, <laughs> but we get a tie, and. I mean, yeah, later on, in the, a point's a point, you know. Good yeah. job on the Blake game, you know, whatever. But I, th- I think a, a important part of this movie w- that they get into is trash talking. I mean, Kenny Wu wants to learn how oh, to yeah. trash talk. That you might know? be one of my favorite scenes of the, hey, 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 you, 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 you don't play very well. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, ref. Hey, new target. <laughs> that, that might be my, my favorite part of that whole scene. It's like, hey, ref. Whoa, whoa, whoa. New target. But Hey, but, number 47. Bite me. Yeah. But, hey, I want to... We mentioned Hayden just barely off that. But I also want to mention, we did not mention this in the D2 version. Do you remember when you guys were playing youth hockey, and I bet... Hayden, I said, I'll buy you a Crunchwrap Supreme if you skate across the other people's bench yep. and knock them all in the helmets. Yep. And he literally hit one kid <laughs> in the helmet, tripped, and fell in front of their bench. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I watched D2 again the other day, and I was like, how did I not bring that up? But, dude, that might be one of my favorite <laughs> moments of your guys' youth hockey career is Hayden going to do the old – hit the helmets of all the other team, you know, as he skates by, gets one guy and trips on his own skates and falls on the ice, and the rest <laughs> of them just look at like, what is this kid doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, all right. So, um, I mean, there's the part. And then we get into the 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 pranks part of the movie, you know, the back yeah, and forth yeah. pranks part of the movie. And, of course, they they go to the dinner you know, and you're like, okay, dinner, you know, and this, I mean, tradition, tradition. It's a pretty good prank, you know, and I mean, but the funny part is like when they're like trying to be buddy-buddy and he's like, dude, you got to show me that triple deke, you know, and Charlie like leans over and like, it's easier than it looks. Like, yeah, it's easier. You literally, every time you've done it in a movie, you deke three times, okay, dribble the puck three times, and then there's a bunch of other things you do. And then you shoot the puck. So literally the triple deke is nothing. <laughs> to me, the triple deke is, uh, I'm going to dribble it a little bit further yeah, yeah. left, a little bit further right, a little bit further again, skate up, and shoot. Well, Gunnar Stahl also did triple deke high glove. So he already knew it, except for he did triple deke stop. Who cares what you just <laughs> barely did and shoot the puck. <laughs> Charlie Conway is literally like triple deke and then shoot the puck. It's just wide dribbling you know maybe we'll do a, a learning session on triple deke how to do it and we'll put out a video me and benny we'll put out a uh, i'll show you the how to, how to triple deke video coming i'm telling you it's coming now <laughs> now that we said it on here it's coming but yeah so i mean we get into the the prank game you know and out of the pranks i want to know who wins the prank game because on the eden hall side you have the uh, expensive dinner bill, which was it was eight hundred and like fifty something dollars, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And the ducks had to wash dishes for a, a minute, you know. And then they had the clothes in the shower. Bold move. Yeah, yeah. But on the duck side, we I mean, we have the freezing of the jerseys. What's more expensive, eight hundred and fifty dollars or a whole entire team's home and away jerseys and Letterman's jackets frozen and smashed? I'm not gonna lie. As a kid, you know, maybe a little nerdy in me. I'm always, I was always like, "That is so cool!" Like the liquid I nitrogen. Wanna, oh, the liquid nitrogen. I want to freeze something and smash it too. That was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, but on the duck side, we have the freezing of the jerseys, then the ants. Yeah, the ants. And then, I mean, we can just throw on top the horse turd or the. Um, lassoing or whatever you want to call it, the, the hog tie. Mm. I think the Ducks win it by a landslide. I think, given the movie, I think that they kind of have to win. But maybe they are just broke kids and that $850 bill like really hit them hard. I don't know. But I think the Ducks won the prank game. 
And actually, you know, on a quick side note, there is one line in it that I thought was quite funny. When they they call him white trash, and then you have... Uh, <laughs> white trash? And then you have... A, Russ grab, Tyler. Yeah, Russ. Russ Tyler was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is white trash. What do you call him white trash? <laughs> awesome. Keenan. Hey, did you know Keenan has said he will return for a Mighty Ducks Season 2? If they do Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too. And I, I think it should happen. I think Mighty Ducks Game Changers was awesome. But let's get back to D3. Um, I think really what brings this movie to, like, honestly, like, a good level is it has the level of every other Mighty Ducks movie where it's it's funny. It's life lessons. I think the life lessons are a little bit better than the other ones. It's team camaraderie. It's bringing the, you know, and in this one it's like, we're, you know, the other ones we're dealing with, like, you know, the, the misfits other than, like, the organized youth. But now we're talking classes, you know. And like you said, like, the white trash, you know, whatever. Like, that's how they see them. And, like, I mean, you get the jokes, like, what did that with a jacket come with a yeah, you know, or with a haircut or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, we're talking, like, you know, rich kids that, I mean, we all see these NHL players that, like, Basically grew up with a silver spoon in their mouth. And mm-hmm. think, yeah. How did they make it to the NHL? Oh, their their parents were rich, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then you see other NHL players that literally made it from nothing. And so what you have here is that dynamic of the rich kids that just went to prep school because their parents could afford it, and you got the kids that are going on scholarship because they earned it. So I think this movie brings a whole different dynamics, and I think the like the emotional aspect. I mean, definitely comes in with. The, you know, the Hans, yeah you know, yeah. aspect of this movie. And, I mean, Charlie, you know, takes away, he takes away his Charlie C, the, the old coach. And, you know, Hans is like, oh, you want to see? I got plenty of them. And Hans tells him he's the heart of the Ducks, which, I mean, he really only became the captain at the end of the last movie, maybe. <laughs> and so, and he's like, he took away my C. And, like, it's that's a, that's a thing in hockey where you think, oh, he's the captain or not the captain. It is a big thing in hockey. But in this movie, I think Charlie's more the heart of the Ducks because I think he really wasn't the star player that we all like, kind of like put him up to be. But he kind of is that heart of the team, yeah. You know, because yeah. he is the misfit. He's the guy who you know he stepped down from, you know, playing and he coached when you know it was the better of the team. So obviously he's not the best player on the team, yeah. But he does what's best for the team, and yeah. so. I think that whole scene with Hans and he, you know, it's emotional. He says, goodbye, Charlie. You know, I'm trying not to cry, you know, on the podcast, (laughs) you know, but like that whole scene. And then, you know, Hans passes away and like, and then, you know, it's his funeral. And like, remember it was Hans that taught us to fly. Like that's an amazing part of this movie. Cause Hans really was the guy who made the ducks happen. Like, like Gordon comes in, he gets a citation and he, you know, has to coach these guys. But Gordon's the one who, I mean, Hans is the one who reminds him about his past and everything. He's the one who brings Banks in. He's the scout, dude. He is. Without Hans, Banks isn't a duck, you know? And then he's talking about, hey, you got to make this late season push. If you guys make this late season push, you guys can make the playoffs, you know? And so, and he 
And that sparks that whole that scene in the first movie, not to go back to the first movie, but to where they need to pull the goalie even though they're tied because they need a win to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. Yeah. So Hans really did make this team into the miracle team it was and is the backbone that's the overseer. He's the Yoda. I mean, yeah. we said this before. He is the Yoda of the Mighty Ducks. And I don't know what's more emotional. I mean, Yoda, Return of the Jedi scene, or Hans, D3 scene. Both of them... <laughs> Good mentors. We're only in two of the three movies, and we're you know an emotional death scene in the third movie. He's just he's just in my opinion just the solid backbone that keeps the team going. Yeah. So, and uh, I just think that was a an important part of the movie. I think it brings it to like, you know, I think that's what brings it home for this movie. Like, there's moments like this is what makes it the best. You know, of the Ducks movie. I, so, I was gonna say I do like that. Charlie being such the the perfect kid is still susceptible to falling and you know getting angry and getting mad and you know to me it's it's not always that perfect lead that that leader you idolize as a team like he's the one for us you know he's our captain you know it shows that even even him you know even Charlie can fall and have his moments of doubt and you know well, struggle I mean we can we can back up and I mean I mean Charlie throughout this whole movie is breaking Breaking inside, he loses Coach Bombay. Then they brings this new coach, you know, telling him he plays wrong, you know, and then he takes away the C, you know, and then everything just keeps on piling on. And then they they have the grudge match after all the pranks, and then he rolls in. Sorry, excuse me. Breaks up the fights, and he like tells Charlie take off that jersey, you know. The ducks are dead, and like. Honestly, this is a hard scene for me because I know the coach is trying to be the coach, you know, and like, hey, that's in the past, you know, move on. But also, I mean, like, he's got pride in the teams he's played for and where he comes from. So I think that's a hard scene. And, like, I honestly hats off to Charlie because, I mean, we know later on in the movie what happens. But, you know, (laughs) holding on to that Ducks jersey is important to him. So hats off to Charlie for having pride in his team because I'm a a hockey coach and I – I like to have pride in my team, and I think every kid should have pride in the team they play for, but also, you know, have pride. I mean, he didn't really, like, he didn't switch from the Ducks. Mm-hmm. He, you know, the Ducks grew out. But So hats off to Charlie, and then, of course, they go on their escapade, and they him and Fulton, his best friend that leaves with him, also says, hey, man, I'm going back, you know. Well, he says... I don't know if I want to play hockey for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's why he goes back is for the education portion of yeah. it because he sees the value in that, not just I want to play hockey for the rest of my life. And then he became Happy Gilmore. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> you can listen to our other episode to find out what we're talking about of that. But, I mean, it, that's that's just a huge po- like turning point in this movie. And then, of co- course, you know, we have the coach transformation, you know, Charlie comes, I mean, we we find out that this coach isn't a monster. You know, Gordon Bombay comes back and happens to, like, show up at this perfect time and shows that Coach O'Reilly is Orion. Ryan. Coach O'Ryan. Orion. Coach or Coach O'Ryan, you know. And and he shows him that he's, like, you know, he, he stayed there. He didn't get kicked off the teams. The myths were nothing. And he stayed there because of his daughter. And you kind of get that other side of this grumpy coach that maybe, you know, he's got a real life on the other side. So we kind of see that transformation, which we've seen in every, basically 
every coach has a transformation in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for mine in my real life where like I you know I transform from one coach to the other. But... I, I was gonna say, watching this coach kind of makes me feel like when you watch Road to the Winter Classic and you just hate a team and then you watch behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, All right. Maybe I yeah. don't hate them. Yeah, so this much. is every time we watch a sports document or you know, like a behind the scenes in the NHL, like John Cooper, dude, John Cooper's my boy. I hate the lining, but John Cooper one of my favorite coaches in the <laughs> NHL because <laughs> of him as a guy. John Tortorella, NHL, the Road to the Winter Classic. Love John Tortorella because of that. But, yes. But but we also figure out that Bombay didn't quit hockey after Pee Wee's. He went to Eden Hall. Yeah, that's what I so, thought, too. So he is still, at that point in his life, a prominent hockey player. Mm-hmm. You and know? They, even got, they got a picture of him in the display case. Yeah, so obviously he's a great hockey player and, you know, and like most hockey players, he probably figured out that he wasn't going to make it to the pros and became a lawyer, which, you know, there's a lot of hockey players. John Cooper, same route. <laughs> Got the DUI. Okay, no DUI, but he started coaching youth hockey, but he, you know, played a lot of hockey through through school and stuff and then became a lawyer and then went back to coaching, just like Bombay. But, yeah, so um, Bombay, you know, I think – and we figure out that, you know, he did. So I'm still figuring out when did he, what happened between, you know, co- Eden playing Hall. Eden Hall to becoming the lawyer that hates hockey. Mm-hmm. Because in Game Changers, we figure out what that is because he goes back to hating hockey again. And we figure out later in that, you know, it's because of a college kid that he helped out. And if you want to go listen to that, whatever. I don't know what episode we talked about the Game Changers, but I'm pretty sure you can figure yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the show notes. You'll find it. But, yeah. And then we get what every duck movie has, a great hockey street street hockey scene. Yeah. Yep. And like dude, every duck movie makes me want to be like, "All right, get the trash can. Hey Lexi, we're going out back to play street hockey." I was going to say all the when I watch this scene, I'm always like, "Oh, this looks like it's filmed inside the tennis courts." I'm sure the city would love for me to play hockey inside <laughs> the tennis courts. Did you want to call me up and be like, "Hey Benny, <laughs> hey Nick, uh you want to go play some street hockey? <laughs> I think about it. I think about all the street hockey sticks, which, like I said, anybody wants to come play street hockey, I got plenty. Go all I'm going to do is, like, to get people to play street hockey, but you know, just play Mighty Ducks, like these one scenes, and just have them looped, and, like, kids will be playing street hockey all day, every day. But I love the street hockey scene, you know. And I like that Gordon Bombay plays as well. Yeah. And, and then you get back to, you know, I want to play two-way hockey, coach. <laughs> you know, and then, and then you get the you know, and Charlie comes back, and the coach is all of a sudden he's a nice guy, and you get the the like the board guy that like comes up and he's like, "Hey guys, um, we're having a board meeting on Tuesday, and you guys are all on the agendas. We're trying to get the hell out of our school." <laughs> like, like so positive, and the way he says it is just like, and then there's no wonder that like. That Dwayne looks over at Russ and he's like, what is he talking about? Because <laughs> he looked really happy telling these kids that... Uh, We're yanking your scholarships. You're, uh, you're going to have to look for somewhere else to go to school and play hockey because uh, you ain't playing hockey here, you know? And then, of course, you get the, like, I, it's me or these kids, you know? And, of course, then we're, you know, in court, Bombay. No, there is. It's not a court session. He bought the, oh, it's the board meeting. It's the board, board meeting. meeting, and he says, "This isn't a court session." He says, "You're right, but I'll make sure that this goes to court, and I'll tie it up for years to make sure 
you know, that basically they get their scholarship and I basically drag you guys through the mud in the process. And like you figure out that, hey, I mean, that there's that perfect line like, do you want to know why you're going to give it to him? You want to know I'm a, such a good lawyer? Because I got a good education from you guys and you're giving it to them, <laughs> you know. And then whatever, we figure out that they're staying, you know, they're reinstated and whatever. And then they get in the hallway and it's like, oh, right. JV Varsity Showdown. And guess who's back? Banksy's back on the team. Varsity. We didn't need him anyways. <laughs> yeah. He never he never was a good varsity anyway. And then we get into which might be one of my favorite scenes of the movie. And like as a coach in me, I'm like, I'm doing that at practice. Is that the hop over the stick? No. It's cleaning up the trash. Oh, cleaning up the trash. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm telling you. If I can get Benny to coach with us this season, which I'm trying, we're going to come out with a bottle, uh, trash can. Okay, not like a real trash can, but like a trash can full of like bottles and stuff. Bottles stuff and cans. Yeah. We're dumping them on the ice, and we're cleaning up the trash. I'll just make a guest appearance and just right in the middle of an exercise. Yeah, <laughs> Time yeah. to clean up the trash! Yeah, <laughs> like that. Got any cream cheese? <laughs> Averman, you know, bring it home. But uh, that's an awesome, like, scene because that really is, like, a big part of hockey, cleaning up the trash around the net. And so I love that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes. And then, of course, you get the, hey, yo, get over here. You know, like, oh, wait, Captain oh, Blood yeah, is yeah. back, you know, like. Coach Orion. You know, to win, Coach Orion. <laughs> It take real will no, but uh, you get him back and he's like, not skating like warriors, look like something else, look like ducks, <laughs> you know. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, this is a Mighty Ducks movie, they have to bring it back. There's no way they're like, take the jersey off. And well, just I like, mean, the first movie we get the the original duck, you know, like I'm proud to be a duck. And I'm proud to be, you know, fly with anyone. You know, the the first jersey mm-hmm. reveal. Second movie, we're Team USA. We go in for intermission, second intermission. Huh? Or uh, Franz or whatever his brother's name is. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what, guys? Got some sweet jerseys for you. You know, and here we are. Third movie. You guys not skating like warriors? Skating like ducks. And then, of course, if you've seen the Game Changers. You get a jersey reveal in that show, too. <laughs> so it's definitely uh, an epic part to any Mighty Duck movies, the jersey reveal. It's essential. It's, a, it's definitely an essential to the to the movie. And then we get, we get into the game. And, I mean, it's a tight game. And, and I mean, we, we get, which might be my favorite, like, scene of the movie or, like, part of the movie and like it's Lexi's favorite part of the movie, and I asked Lexi, I mean, we'll tell you, but when when they go in for intermission, and Portman kicks open the door, you know, like that is like yeah, yeah. like that one almost gives me chills. Like that's an awesome part of the movie. I love that he, his his thing is like I just had this sitting around and I found it. Might as well put it to good use. Yeah, my lawyer called me. Thought I should sign it. Bombay, you know, <laughs> but like, and they, and then the best boy, there's a back, you know, and then like, and Lexi, she told me that D3 is not one of her favorite movie. And I said, why? And she goes, cause the kid from the newsies isn't in it that much. And I was like, yeah, but he makes the best entrance, you know? So we love the newsies also. So he's in the newsies. So like definitely my favorite. And then of course the game just gets electrifying. You got the, you got the the part where he flips, and there's no 
no break in time for yep. breaking glass. <laughs> I've seen the glass break in real life. It took 20 minutes, and then they canceled the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I've seen glass break, it's like, all right, guys, game's over. It's like in the sandlot when they hit the ball over the fence. That's what breaking the glass in hockey does is like, all right, we're done. Yeah, I love that it was just like, and I honestly thought like, man, the fans in the crowd and just the skates flying at their faces. I was like, geez, can you imagine a, I imagine he's probably, you know, 200, 200 plus pound guy just landing on you in the crowd. <laughs> what just happened in the NHL games? And I forgot to mention, I mean, in the intermission, we get Paul Correa. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just stopped in for a JV varsity game, you know, between the, he heard that they were going to be wearing the Ducks jerseys. Like, I got to make it out to Minnesota this week. Maybe they were playing the Minnesota, no, they didn't have Minnesota team yet back in in the NHL. So he's definitely just making a trip out to Minnesota Check out the Eden Hall Warriors versus the Eden Hall JV Warriors wearing duck jerseys. Hey, I mean, they named the pro team after him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mighty Duck Sensation, Paul Correa. <laughs> yeah, so, but, you know, he comes back. The Bash Brothers are back. We get Goldberg getting into the mix, you know, the third Bash Brother. Yeah, Goldberg. I, lo- I love that Goldberg is a player in this. Yeah, I yeah, that's great. what I said. Like, And this is like every goalie's dream. I mean, I played goalie my entire life, and I didn't do the back and forth, which every goalie should keep a pair of regular skates and skate on them at public skate. Every time you go to public skate, this is a, this is another, like, this is a real-life tip. Quick tip from Nick Van Komen. If you're playing goalie, get a pair of regular skates and go to public skate. Every time you go to public skate, wear regular skates because you got to be comfortable on both. But, but now you know. Because I have been the goalie that's like, Dude, I'll play a game in regular skates. Oh, Benny was there. I was terrible. I looked like worse. I was the bender times 10. (laughs) Like, I could not even stand up on regular skates. But, so Goldberg gets to play. I mean, Julie Cat is in net. She's the starter now. So, hey, Goldberg, we're probably not going to need you. (laughs) Might as well play player. Might as well play player. So, he's getting in the game. And it's a tight game. You know? It's a tight game. It's 0-0 into the third, late into the third. And, um, I mean, we get that last scene, you know, where, you know, Charlie's taking it up, nine seconds, whoa, three whoa, whoa. seconds. Let me go back. Okay. Just a couple seconds because this is the part that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Betty, Betty was pretty animated about this. Because now if you're watching it, you're going to think, oh, my gosh, if this was a real game, the refs either are clearly blind or they just let this penalty go. Because you watch Charlie pick it up, and then you see a Ducks player right behind Charlie just clearly lay him out on the ice. Interference, 100%, (laughs) cleans his clock and knocks him on the ice while Charlie's skating up with the puck. And I always think, yeah, they would have got a penalty, and then it would have been, you know, 0-0. They would have tied. Maybe that will tie into my last fact. (laughs) So I didn't know. I did not catch that. Benning's on his game. But, yes, Charlie goes up. He's going to win the game. Triple deke. The amazing triple deke <laughs> we've been hearing about. Goalie faked out of his shorts. What does he do? Tosses it back to Goldberg. And and to be Goldberg, like, dude, as a goalie, you're always can't, like, you can always just not lose the game. So to have a chance to win the game, dude, that's a goalie's dream. To win the game, just not to not lose it. Mm-hmm. So, 
Goldberg buries it, and I'd probably just like him, like, don't ever do it to me again, Charlie, you know? like, <laughs> And they win it. And, of course, you know, you get the Mighty Duck finish and everything. And, I mean, I will have to say that, like, you get the the Scooter and Julie, you mm-hmm. know, little kiss scene. But would a couple of goalies really work? I don't know. <laughs> like, you always hear that phrase, like, who wears the pants in that relationship? But it would be, like, who's the starter in that relationship? <laughs> who's backing up who, you know? Like, come on. That relationship doesn't work. <laughs> There's always... Someone's going to be the starting goalie in that relationship, and the other person's going to know it, and it's going to be a battle. <laughs> it was a one-year flick. He got drafted to the minors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... But that we find out next that this movie may have had a deeper meaning and been way ahead of its time. I mean, we do live in 2021 where there's a lot of, you know, teams are changing their names, you know, whatever. And they and the girl in this movie does bring it up. Yes, she does. Should we change the warrior name because of its demeaning name? And here we get the Eden Hall Mighty Ducks. So go back to Benny's point that I didn't notice that I'm just bringing up that maybe the ref was in on this game (laughs) and he let that call slide because he knew this game was meaning more than just the game. And then he scores the goal. They win and we get the Mighty Ducks and they get rid of the warrior name and change it. And this movie is ahead of its time. And also they were just a publicity stunt. (laughs) To change the name of the school. That's all it was for. That's all it was for. Bombay's Bombay really, really is just there to just change the name of the school. He paid for the banner. He paid for the banner. Bombay. I mean, he was in the crowd that night. And they do. I, Charlie makes a comment about something being Bombay in that final scene. Oh, yeah. He's like, Bombay. You know, when the, the thing rolls down. And then, of course, he walks out of the building. He's like, I changed that name. My deed is done. My deed is done. So, and I don't think Warrior is really a offensive name to, you know, Native Americans or whatever, but maybe it is. I don't know. But we get the Eden Hall Mighty Ducks. What a movie. Till next time, I'm Puck Pitchers. <laughs> <laughs>